0: Tune in to bars and hoops radio. Yeah, where the world of hip hop and sports live. Union Square, I was there. Maw, and, 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 and Radio, 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 radio. And Yo, it's still the great, great. Pop, Pop the Dez, let's fight. Tsar, let's argue. Maw, and, 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 and Radio, 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 radio. JOJ, six billion dollar man. Tune
1: in to bars and hoops
2: radio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> T with the tackle, graffiti on the scaffold Ball head with my shadow rockin' the giant afro Big East with the stats, a triple threat, South ball, rip through your breast with a pinch of finesse Before I lay up, I try to bang it on them, rip the net Bars and hoops, step the game up, we winning who got next?
1: What up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and hoops, stills the great pop the bearded one Uh-huh Za Flair, yes sir. DJ J.O.J., and we got our special invited guest, actually new co-host to the show, Nick in the building, man.
3: How's everybody doing? All right, all right. What's, what's going, going, going on, on Nick? How you feeling today, I'm man? I'm feeling good. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me.
1: Yes, oh, sir. Right. Yes, sir, man. For real, man. So today's a special edition. Of course, it's Father's Day. First and foremost, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, being a dad, being in your kid's life. It means a lot, you know what I mean, to the future of our, our our country, the future generations. And, um, you know, we got a special show lined up today, man. We got a lot to talk about, man, because some big things happened in the NBA last night. Woo. David beat Goliath. Oh, it was a weekend, Goliath. But, hey, nonetheless, the Brooklyn Nets went home, man, and we're going to definitely get to that, man. You know what I'm saying? But before we get to all of that, man, fellas, man, how was your week and how was your day today? For those of you who are fathers in there, now, how was your week in general, man? So, Pop, let's start with you. Oh, man. First off, uh, my week was tremendous. You know, sometimes, you know, you just got to deal
4: with the regular things that go on at the other place where I'm clock But other than that, I got to say it was tremendous. I love coming to the weekend. The weather was beautiful. Um, one thing, though, and I wanted to talk about it just a little bit. Uh, I lost, a, a, I lost a, a co-worker of mine, a uh, very cool dude, man. His name was Jerome Jeffers, Um he was leaving a, a, his forty, his friend's 40th birthday party and about two seconds after he drove up the block, somebody blew a stop sign oh, at about man. 60 miles an hour and tore his car up and he passed away. Wow. He, he succumbed to his injuries. Rest in so peace I wanted to th- him, man. Thank wow. you. Condolences, condolences to his family. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, rest in peace to him, man. And, you know, he was a good guy. You know, he was a, he was a great person to talk to. He loved hip-hop music. And he actually followed us here on Balls and Hoops Radio Mm. so you know rest in peace to him that's that's probably was the 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 low of my week but other than that you know I got a lot of things coming up next week um my daughter's graduating high school she's about to turn 18 and my son is about to be eight years old I got a lot of things going on next week so I could be no more but happy you know what I mean so question great week for me beautiful
1: thing beautiful thing man life man life is short man you know what I mean Love those who love you, man. You know what I mean? Say you love you to, to the people that, that that's around you every day, man, because you never know when that next day could be your last, you know? Yes, sir. Nick, how was your week, my brother?
3: It's a big Father's Day today for everybody. Yes. Thank you, man. Appreciate Obviously it. Obviously looking at it from a different vantage point than you guys are, but <laughs> I got big dinner after the show today. Oh, tremendous. To dinner with my father, who's 55, my grandfather, who's 89. So I wow. can only count our blessings and uh, be thankful that we have uh, these days to look forward to Obviously last year Not being able to spend time With the grandparents And uh, you know Having to only uh, they, they don't got FaceTime They don't have uh, Zoom yeah. Just you know Relying on phone calls So yeah. getting a bit To the norm a little bit yeah. Being able to Spend Father's Day with yeah. them I was at a Barbecue with my cousins, Who's a brand oh, okay. new father oh, as of A couple out, months shout ago Shout out to your cousin That's okay. where I was today So It's uh You know It's a new beginning I think for a lot of us Yes,
1: yes indeed Yes, yes indeed man. man Shout out to you man
5: Zah, uh, my week is, you know, was kind of hectic Thursday and Friday. Oh, yeah, we forgot. But um Saturday was even was even worse. Oh, wow. But uh, I woke up today, you know, my son screamed, get up. When I was in the bed, to, and shout out to J-O-J. Shout out to J-O-J over there. <laughs> my son screamed, get up. So I get up out the bed, me to get up out the bed. He went walking with me today. Okay. And he even brought me breakfast today. Wow! With the money I gave him, (laughs) you know, (laughs) gave me, gave me a wish me Happy Father's Day. Brought me breakfast today, um, a nice beet smoothie. That's usually what I get in the morning. Nice. And um, after that, he told me Dad later he left. (laughs) He was out for the day. I pretty much just
1: slept for the rest of the morning after that. It was pretty cool though. Nice, man. Shout out to the For the Love of the Game podcast, man, for checking in on YouTube, man. Happy Father's Day to you, too, as
6: well, man. You know? Um, J.O.J. Yes, sir. How was your weekend? Round almighty? My weekend is was hectic, man. Start off the day. Let's turn, a little, let's turn working out. a little bit. Turn your mic up a little bit. J.A. Oh, yeah. There working we go. Out uh-huh. And um, hanging out with y'all, and then I did a couple parties, <laughs> and I Jay. got in... I, <laughs> I woke up with the daylight and went to sleep with the daylight. What, so, what, yeah, it was a, it was what pandemic? You, sound like yeah. you had a good time. Oh God! What I'm pandemic. here today. You know what I'm <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> but um, it's great seeing y'all. Happy Father's Day to y'all. Hey. You know, my nephews gave me a shout out. You know what I mean? And um that's it, fellas. Stegos, how was your how was your weekend? Oh man, my weekend's
1: been my week has been great. It's been it's been hectic. You know what I mean? Juggling a lot, wearing a lot of different hats, man. Shout out to everybody that's been texting me all day, man. You know. I'm trying to get used to this Father's Day thing. You know, this is my second one. You got a lot longer to yeah, go, got a lot. I got a lot, a lot longer to go, man. Yes, but I got a lot of texts today, a lot of phone calls, man. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody that's been showing love. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting us with the youth basketball tournament, which we did kick off yesterday, man. Shout out to Pop. Shout out to JOJ for Let's coming go. out helping out you know what i mean set up as you guys see it's a big process yes it is you know what i mean you get to see the the maniacs the parents really are (laughs) you know what i mean And you get to see some kids actually competing man so you're getting to see tomorrow's stars man the future of our sports you know what i mean well some of them may not make it you know realistically maybe a small percentage may make it but you get to see some really good talent out there you know
6: so it brings me joy to see that the kids are out there enjoying themselves, man. You know what? When you see the special ones shining, though, it's yeah. it's, it's just I don't know. It brings out a light in me, like yeah. I get real hype when you see like one of the kids like really just excelling over the other kids. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah,
1: You see how skilled they yeah. are at a yeah. young age. Look at a yeah. young age, there, there, the, there you go. The yeah. training that they get at this age is way more advanced than what we got when we were kids, you know what I mean? It's true. A lot of these kids have personal trainers at eight years old. Or wow. Y- or, younger. or younger. You know what I mean? And shout out to Dion 3D Washington, man. You know, his story is sort of similar. It, it, it was to the point where he was one of those kids. He was like probably the first young kid, a young athlete, Of his generation to have a personal trainer at such a young age his father provided him with everything possible to help him get to the next level you know he went to Oak Hill Academy played with Stephen Jackson Mm. played with a lot of different people man but Mm. he said that it got to the point when he became a a grown man that he just left basketball alone because it was like a, a chore to him like and he just got tired of all the demands and expectations that was put on him but I say that to say that a lot of these kids are going to travel that same path, man. Like I told you guys on Friday, the biggest fear for me as a father is trying to live through my child, you know what I mean? And put them and put un, un put unwarranted expectations on them that they probably can't, you know, live up to. All
5: you can really do is be the best supporter in whatever they yes like to do. Yes. You know because we, we play ball. He may not want to play ball, just like the situation with mine. So yeah. you just you just got to be there and show him the support. Yes. True. You know?
1: 100%. You huh? got this, man. You got this. Oh, yeah, nah. We definitely got this, man. And like I said, we got a great show today, man. You know what I mean? So we going to start things off in the NBA. Jay, you know what time it is. <laughs>
7: That's
1: right. It's not going to be a long one. It's gonna be a real short one.
6: Oh man! Short as
1: the New Jersey—I mean Brooklyn—that season. Oh my! Goodness. <laughs> so we're gonna talk a little NBA action, man. Last night. Oh, shout out to J L J, but we're both at home with the cable remote, asking for the popcorn and ice cream. <laughs> we
5: all on the couch. <laughs>
1: the number three seed Milwaukee Bucks shocked the world and beat the number two seeded Brooklyn Nets. Oh. In overtime fashion in New York at the Barclays Center to the tune of 115 to 111. And it seemed like the fix was in because it shouldn't have went to overtime from what I understand. But we'll let Pop talk a little bit more about it after we get to the scores and recaps. Giannis and Tentacompo with a big night. 40 big ones. 13 boards, 5 dimes in 50 minutes. Played bully ball. Chris Middleton was actually the hero of the game. 23 points, 10 boards, and 6 dimes in 52 minutes. And he also hit the game-winning basket Mm. to send the Nets fishing. You know, send Kyrie home early to go work on his knee. (laughs) Hit hard and get his hamstring together. But, hey, we can't be biased here today. (laughs) But on the Brooklyn side of things, they did blow a 2-0 series (laughs) lead. Kevin Durant. Played his heart out. Can't take anything away from him.
7: Yeah.
1: Had 49 points in game six. 48.
7: Points.
1: For 48 last night. 48 points, nine boards, and six dimes in 53 minutes. Now, they ran it. they ran a – they really walked a fine line With pushing him. him. Yeah. Coming off that injury, even though he took off last season. Like, that's a lot of wear and tear on his legs. You know what I mean? But he logged 53 minutes. Dang. Gave it all that he could. He had 48 points, nine boards, six dimes, as I said. James Harden, a shell of himself. He scored 22 points. He also had nine boards and nine dimes in 53 minutes as well, playing injured. Now, the Nets are home packing. As I said before, they blew a 2-0 series lead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The now, juggernauts. A little bit of NBA history here. 93% of the teams win the series when they're up 2-0. Only 6.9% of the teams recover to come back and win the series. And this year alone, Milwaukee and the Los Angeles Clippers accomplished that feat in the same NBA right. season. Wow. The Clippers actually did it twice. The first mm-hmm. round against the Mavericks and then the mm-hmm. second round against the Utah Jazz. Came back 2-0 without Kawhi in the second one. Wow. Today's games, as we see right now, features the LA Clippers without Chris Paul. I mean, without... Uh, Kawhi Leonard right. and the Phoenix Suns without, without Chris, Chris Paul. Paul right? Chris Paul did play for the LA Clippers at one point in time, too, so they're both out. So, right now, Vegas is having a field day. I know this line is probably going to be crazy at the end of the day, but who knows, man. They're playing right now as we speak, and tonight's Game 7 action Ooh. will be in Atlanta. I, I mean, in Philadelphia with the Atlanta Hawks facing the Philadelphia 76ers, and I think that that one may be an upset, too. But I think that's going to be a shocker. Pop. Go back and give us some little insight on last night's game from your perspective, and okay. Nick and Zai, you can chime in as well too. I'm gonna
4: tell you, after watching the game last night, you know, as you see, uh, you you seen a lot of things that was pre- like similar to the other games, but different. Seemed like a lot of people really had a lot riding. Holiday, holiday, he he really was cold almost the whole game. Yeah, he, came alive in the fourth quarter. The yeah. series. Came alive in the fourth quarter, and you know, and when he hit, he hit a big shot. He hit a big, big shot. I believe it was a three-pointer. And when he hit this shot, he backed up and he was just screaming like, "Yeah, mother!"
7: Boop, boop. It was just going <laughs> crazy. You know, they like dee, dee, dee. they hitting the button,
4: but he really came alive, mm-hmm. man. And I want to say, after watching the game, uh huh. I, I just don't feel like I feel like uh, Brooklyn is a, well, They was a shell of themselves we, 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 Let's be honest Yeah uh, James honest. Harden was there But he wasn't Even 80% Well you know
5: 80 may, Maybe 70 65 70 And he still almost had a triple double
4: He almost had a triple double He mm-hmm. did hit some big shots But it's the defense you worried about And this is what's been plaguing Brooklyn all year Yes And as much as everybody says You know they have You know these big three And then they brought in LaMarcus Then they brought in Blake Griffin The biggest thing is that They just lacked interior defense. They that's really, a fact. Then you they just wanted to outscore every team and that's just not going to happen. That's not going to be uh the 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 the, the to win. You know, in order to win. How do they say defense wins championships. Yes. Yeah. And you know these guys have shown us, you know, that they didn't really play defense. The one thing I can say about a lot of super teams is that they play defense. Golden State played hella defense. You know, a lot of people didn't really give them credit for their defense. When Miami was originally formed with LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, they really hung their hat on defense with what they had. Hmm. So, you know, you got to really think about that. These guys had no kind of defensive spirit, interior toughness whatsoever. Hmm.
1: And what happened to DeAndre Jordan? I don't know. Nick, what's your thoughts?
3: Well, to me, there were two big takeaways. And What's first that? of all, I think credit is due, congrats is due, to my fellow Greek, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> 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 fellow Greek. <laughs> mm-hmm. Had a personal, not a Knicks fan, not a Nets fan, uh, had a personal stake okay. in Giannis' success. And I think Let's go. the last few playoffs, obviously, dealing with Kawhi, dealing with the Heat. Yes. His, yes. He wasn't coming up as big as he had been in the regular yes. season. 100%. Obviously, the way Kevin Durant was playing overshadowed Giannis yes. this series. But, yeah. I mean, the way Giannis was playing was great. He was the best player on that team. Uh-huh. That's right now the NBA Finals favorite. Ooh. So wow. So yeah. you got to give credit to Giannis. But to you me, the to. major takeaway, number one, is that Kevin Durant's definitively the best player in the NBA. In mm. the world. In my opinion, it's been 20 years <laughs> since <laughs> definitively it wasn't one person that wasn't LeBron. That's a fact. Hold on, Nick. That's a fact. Pop
1: disagrees.
4: Well, it's not. <laughs> Let's argue. It's not that I it's not that I
3: disagree. Even
4: even when it came down to the to the last shot. I'm just not gonna am I'm 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 gonna say this. I, I feel like, you know, they give Kevin Durant the easy road. Where he really hasn't taken the beating that a lot of guys have taken to be the number one in the league. Nobody has really chastised him for, for missing anything. They even got at Kobe. Remember when at one point where Kobe was like, you know, it was like, oh Kobe's the greatest Kobe. Nah, well, he hasn't had this. He hasn't won without Shaq. He, nobody's never really done that to Kevin Durant. They've gave him the easy route all the you wanna way You want to know why? why? You want to know why?
1: Tell me why. Because every team that he's been a part of, he's been the best player, hands down. When he went to Golden State, he was the best player on that Golden State Warriors team. That's why everybody was so mad that he joined them. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to go there. Mm-hmm. 70, he instantly took over.
3: 73 winning team at that. And do you know what I think? What's different about Let's this go. year? I think Kevin Durant's getting more credit yes. this year mm-hmm. losing in the second round than mm-hmm. he did winning two straight championships with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I think watching him, and hopefully we're getting to a place where it's not simply whoever is the best player on the team that wins the championship yes. is right. the best player. Yes. Hopefully we can look at you know a seven-game series. And respect Kevin Durant for what he did. Yes. And see, you know, that dude was the best player. And Giannis was fantastic, and Durant was just on a different level. A whole different level. A
4: whole different level. That different level was the air ball at the end. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm sorry. I'm not, not buying. Wow. <laughs> every minute of game five. Every minute of game seven. <laughs> yeah. My takeaway, my takeaway. <laughs> His toes were this much on the line. <laughs> my takeaway from from this was
5: um. The fact that
8: uh, man. James Apparently.
5: Harden has played on one leg uh, and nobody on the Milwaukee Bucks went at him. That's Not exactly one what I'm person. Saying. I'm screaming at the TV at every game. Yes. Drew Holiday comes up, they pass the ball to Giannis. I can't be mad at that. Mm-hmm. But as a coach, I don't know who, or even him as the player, this guy can't run. It's visible. He can't run. I will go at him. Every time until Nash sits him down. Every time, and nobody did that.
4: And you know what? I, I the said coach, the same thing. On that, on that part was horrible. I did, I just say the same thing. I, I I was trying to understand why is he not in foul trouble? Why is he not tired? At why all. is he not on the bench? And the more I looked at the game, it's like they just kind of just thought of him as an afterthought. Like even when uh when, when uh when uh Kyrie went down, right? And I was like, well, you know what? You know they may be okay because they still could get a game from. From Blake Griffin, yeah, or, you know my thing has always been. A lot of people stay stay away from the Larry Brown's uh, championship uh, recipe that he had when he beat the Lakers, mm. and I point that out to a lot of people. He he pretty much said we're not going to double team Shaq, or Kobe. It's
1: a different game now.
4: Though. But everybody else is not going to score anything, and it worked. It's a different game now.
1: That 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 style of basketball is totally different than this style of basketball today. Meaning. That it, a lot more guys, a lot of big fellas can shoot the basketball now from outside. Look at Brooke Lopez. Oh my changed god. Changed his whole game now in New in Milwaukee. He's shooting threes now. Yes. And Shaq could not shoot. Shaq couldn't even shoot free throws. Let alone <laughs> a fifteen foot jump shot. And and that's what
5: drove me crazy too, because they even switch. Once once it, it got a hint of somebody going at him, they switch and they put him on Brook Lopez. Brook Lopez goes and camps out at the three point line. I'm like, dude, you are seven feet. The game With has changed. James Harden. Who can't
1: even plant his leg guarding but, you? But but you gotta also see even the other games that I seen Harden play. I mean, he was it was the same James Harden. He didn't he doesn't play tenacious defense anyway. People go right by him and score on him anyway. You know what I mean? Drew Holiday just wasn't hitting his shots. He's yes, seven feet. That's a fact. Yes, seven you know what feet. I mean. So what?
5: What does that mean? And they were shooting jump shots on James Harden. You shooting jump shots on the guy who can't run?
1: The game is Drive different pass, now. It, the game is different now. That is in any aspect. In our
5: day, and even in our era, if somebody was hurt and they on that court, they're fooled.
1: Shout out to Zay talking like food. a baller. Ooh, who are you food. Food.
5: You shouldn't be out <laughs> here. Yeah. And, and we not and we not and we not going.
1: I chopped a lot of dudes
5: up. A lot we, of guys not, guys. we not we not going to baby you. I'm going at you every time till you sit down. Every time. Well, I you, mean, You can't move. I mean that it, you know it's the art of war. You know,
4: got to meet you on the valley or the or the high, whatever it's gonna be. Yeah, man. And one of those things would be you would figure there would be more switching with Chris Middleton, where he had to guard Chris Middleton one on one, and it didn't happen. Right? Yeah, they really let him. They really let him off the hook. Yeah, they let yeah. him off the hook. He really didn't have to pay for anything. But so,
5: what? One man. thing. What y'all think about? The way um, P.J. Tucker got thrown out, got put out the game yesterday. I thought that was ridiculous.
1: Well, I, that that was a makeup for games prior, man. They just did that. That's what I'm saying, man. Looks like the wise guys in Vegas was pushing some buttons. Like, you better <laughs> you better make sure this happens or you'll never run up and down the court again.
5: Concrete shoes. I'm
1: just saying.
3: I'm the joking, last voice. <laughs> <y'all>. Don't <laughs> take me serious, y'all. I'm just saying a theory. Go ahead, Nick. No, you there there say? were a couple calls at the end of that game. Question there was please. one where Kevin Durant got fouled. Uh-huh and that didn't look like a foul to me. There was one where yes. you see? Lopez looked like he got fouled underneath the basket well, off yeah. the ground, the and he didn't get – So, you see? thankfully, the Bucks came out on top anyway, yes. so no one's going to obviously blame the refs for mm-hmm. deciding the, uh, the game because nobody wants that either way. But yeah. Yeah,
1: Good old point shaving. I saw blue chips. <laughs> I mean, a lot of Midwest teams left. Oh, yeah, that's Nobody a wants fact. that. That's yep. a fact. Yes, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. You're right about that, man. So – so, in the end, man, do y'all think that the better team won?
5: Ooh, that's very. That's a great question. No, I won't
6: man. say that. I'm going to say the healthiest team won. Mm. Mm. I'll definitely say that because I'm hurt. Again. <laughs> 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 yeah, I,
1: I don't know, man. It remains to be seen. You know why? Because if you look at it all season long, the Nets have never played at full strength for more than seven, eight games. So who knows how they would have fared, you know what I mean, moving forward with this team in the playoffs in crunch time being tested. They probably would have still relied heavily on Kevin Durant to get those buckets that he yeah. was getting. Because, yeah. again, everywhere that he's went, that's why he doesn't get the slack. Everywhere that he's been, he's been the alpha regardless. Golden State, OKC, mm-hmm. and now in Brooklyn, he's the alpha. He he showed you that he can give you buckets any way possible? There's nothing you can do to stop him. And he's seven feet tall. He,
4: he wasn't robbed at the end of the game, neither. He did have his foot on the line, he had both feet. on
1: Yeah, the he Yeah, admit,
5: he admits that. Yeah, and, feet and feet it's clear as day he had his foot on the line. And, and that I, I
4: can't lie. After seeing that shot, I mean, as I was watching the whole game, watching everything unfold, mm-hmm. and you watching that last shot, and I'm like, he's not gonna
0: hit that. Yeah. Yes, he did. Oh, the fade. Oh, the fadeaway. <laughs> yes. But, yeah,
4: as I said, wow. But I just thought I thought it was it was he was tired. He was yeah. tired, and people was fouling out left and right. This is
1: what I'm saying. He did.
4: I, yeah. I, I thought it was lazy of him to shoot that three though at the end. Like, lazy. I was like, he could do. I, I
1: figured he could do so much he more. Fifty-three he, minutes. He didn't come out the game at all. He played fifty-three minutes, the you gotta, whole game, and that overcome. sounds like coaching to me. It is, and it sounds like that's something I've been saying since the beginning of the year. They only ran with seven, no, eight guys yesterday on both on both sides. Eight guys played. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Eight guys played. So let me ask you this, man: Was this Brooklyn's best shot at winning the championship? Hmm. Now that the NBA is about to catch up,
3: you know what? Well, okay,
1: Nick. What do you think?
3: No, I think obviously you know they're got three guys that are in prime. They're not getting any younger, mm. but there's not going to be much movement in the NBA free agency this year. Mm. Heading into next year, you got to say the Nets are the clear favorite. Again, in, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, I agree. You know, you got maybe the lake it it all depends on lebron's health obviously he's not getting any younger either now Mm. the best thing obviously for nets fans would have been a nets championship yes but i think this they got the second best thing you got number one kevin durant Uh is healthy and he's back yes for sure he's 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 as good as he ever has been yes and you know that there is no team that's as good as this team when they're healthy so heading into next year if you're a nets fan you're as confident as you could have been other than if you won a championship this year
6: if Kyrie can stay healthy, man, Listen. come on. It's
3: I think Harden was the bigger loss. Yeah, I think I think they need Harden much more than they need Kyrie. He's
7: the engine.
5: Here's here's the biggest, the best thing is, um, they get a full off season this year to rest up, and now they get to you know do their chemistry instead of being rushed into the season like they were. They get a full off season before going.
4: Well, somebody into next talked season. about that. Hmm. Somebody said that, and somebody got dog for saying that. Yeah.
1: But listen, I won't get
7: into
4: it. No, man,
1: (laughs) we're gonna see this summer and this off season how it shapes out. There's some unhappy campers around the NBA right now. And it's a nice place for them here on 33rd Street and 7th Avenue. Yeah, uh, (laughs) illusions of grandeur. Yeah, man. You know what I
7: mean? He got the whole league Uh, coming
1: to the garden. You know you already know that that's (laughs) happening, baby. Every every year they're coming. Every year. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, man, we're going to take it to a DJ J.O.J. mini mix. Don't forget the number to call, and it's 516-206-0711. Bars and Hoops Radio. Check in with us.
0: Shoot off, I might fall and die Wrap yeah. the work like spandex with the latex yeah. Then we ship it out of town Call it safe sex When sex. They new keys, all the dope boys go crazy
9: Those difficulties to come, it's gonna be funerals You get a quiet spot in shade, four grave I get paid, cause I got murder for 16 And I'm so much rich, I got a condo for a piggy bank, so much stash I just laugh at your face, or stack on David, cause I'm a pyro Maniac for carriage with the rose gold I was told by the OGs like my pops If you can't whip their ass, the niggas get shot Infamous up in this, you know how we get there It's that Joe Ho, she feelin' our stab. We come through the spot real heavy on the waist So when they wanna move,
2: we put them in their place Infamous up in this, you know how we get there It's that Joe
9: she our staff We come through the spot real heavy on the the
2: waist City, uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh. it's young hoes. Young Ho, Cheer. Cheer. Kanye West on the track, Woo! Chi-Town, what's going on now? Uh, 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 uh. Can I talk to y'all for a minute? Let me talk to y'all for a minute, just give me a minute of your time baby, I don't want much, Woo! let me talk to these motherfuckers, uh, guess who's Bizzack? still smell a crack in my clothes. Don't make me have to relapse on these hoes. Take it back out, the taxing the roll. When I was hugging it, niggas couldn't do nothing with it. Straight from the oven with it came from the dirt. I emerged from it all without a stain on my shirt. You could blame my old earth for the shit she instilled in me. Still with me, pain plus work. Shit, she made me milk this game for all it's worth. That's right. These niggas can't fuck with me. I'm calling guts every time. Track my nuts every time, homie. We make a great combination, Know with me in the face, mom. Every time we face off, face it y'all, y'all niggas playing baseball. I'm on the block like I'm 8 feet tall. Homey, I'm in the trap with the AC on. Tryna streets embrace me, dog. I'm so cool. Back back on the block with black with black with black with black with black with
1: black with black with black with black. Back to live action. Let's go. Shout out to DJ JOJ J. for that mini mix. So, before we left, man, we left off talking about the Brooklyn Nets and um Basically what their championship window was looking like. like. Mm -hmm. But we also forgot to mention one thing. One of their main pieces that kind of brought this whole Brooklyn Nets thing together. Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes. Turned down some money. Pop, talk about it. Spencer
4: Dinwiddie. He has declined his 12.3 million player option for (laughs) 2021-22. And he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Now this is coming. He just played three games this year before he tore his ACL. And this Uh is coming after all of that. So he averaged about... 20.6, 20.6 6.8 assists, and 3.5 rebounds last season. Uh-huh. So this is definitely interesting. It was just brought to us by Wolves. Everybody know that Wolves usually has his way in. Shout out to Woj. Information. But he's he's 27 years old and he's expected to decline it and just go unrestricted. Now, what's your thoughts on that first? My my first thought pattern is he's seen that the team went this far without him. And he knows that he has to get paid. And, And when you look at those numbers, you're looking at 20 points, 6.8 assists, and 3.5. That's actually great offense. It's no room for him. Exactly. 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 No room for him. So, but but here we go with the Brooklyn Nets. Their bench diminishing. Exactly. So I I believe this is this is a very very because everybody said the same thing. Well, if they had Spencer Demwitty, they probably would be advancing on the Milwaukee Bucks. Because with the go-down of, of Kyrie Irving and James Harden coming back at about 70%, if they had Spencer Dimwitty... Without Harden, no? No, Hart, well, Harden played.
7: Oh, it, yeah, Harden played.
4: But, yep.
5: but with Kyrie Irving going down, if
4: they oh, had Dimwitty, yeah. they had he might have advanced. advanced. They yeah, were yeah. talking
5: about trying to bring him back for a quick second. I've seen on on. They, uh, he he probably wasn't with it. He yeah. wasn't ready.
1: Now, you know the one thing that, that was mentioned before we went to our first break? Mm-hmm. Nick mentioned that Hands down, the Nets can be, you know, penciled in to be the overall favorites, right? Yes. I think that people aren't factoring in. The fact that Steve Nash isn't a great coach. Say it
7: again. At all.
1: He's not a great coach. Mike D'Antoni is actually about to leave. You know, he's entertaining offers. He might end up leaving... This offseason because I don't think that he was too fond of playing behind his player. He just wanted to get back into the mix.
4: And not for nothing, he was being interviewed by Portland.
1: Exactly. Where he where he Whoa. failed at before, by and, the way. And Carmelo yeah. is there too. Yeah. And, yeah. and well, you know, Melo is out. Dame may be gone too. So mm-hmm. you know. But I don't I don't know, man. I don't I don't think that um oh, don't get me wrong. Talent wise, hands down, if all three of those guys are healthy. Who really needs a coach? But you do need a coach. In the playoffs, man, when things get rough and tough, you got to have somebody that can draw up some X's and O's to put you in the best positions to score could I, and be effective. Could could I, I, I got to say, though, uh, I don't think that was Steve Kerr neither, man. Steve Kerr
4: wasn't the greatest coach neither. He wasn't. And he was able to peel off some championships just because of the talent of the players. Mike Brown actually got coach of the year when he was coaching LeBron, and well, after that he went down. LeBron here.
1: coached that team.
4: Uh, Tyron yeah. Lue. Tyron Lue benefited from LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Love right or wrong. And we can't say that he was the greatest coach. The Clippers are just barely making it when they were supposed to be. They were, they should be the favorites. But what do you what? think, Nick? Against Phoenix? They should be the favorites. Nah, uh, the, the Clippers?
3: Not If
1: Chris Phoenix. Paul comes back healthy, I don't know. But go ahead,
4: and I mean,
3: no, you guys mentioned it, the, the number of coaches that have succeeded without the championship experience and, yeah. you know, in the NBA, what is the coach like? The, the star player is the most important thing. What's the second most of the thing? The second star player. What's the third most of the thing? The third star player. <laughs> Coaches fourth <laughs> or fifth. And to me, is is Steve Nash not going to hurt this team? Uh, to me, is, it, is it, it's more that than how much is he going to help them? You know, we can yeah, make the argument that he actually was the better coach in this series. KD. We're talking about it. Nah, KD, KD, yeah. KD was the best was. coach,
1: best player in this series. I he think carried them.
3: things like how KD shows up, how Harden shows up, mm-hmm. obviously health. Are mm-hmm. much higher on the list of priorities over how you know good Steve Nash is. That's true. Mm-hmm. that definitely
5: true. was because Milwaukee's coach was terrible.
3: Mike Budenholzer. Who Yeah, Budenholzer. And, and
5: he's probably kissing Giannis' feet right now because he was—he know his job was in jeopardy
1: if they would have lost. But y'all also mentioned something earlier, man. As far as KD being the best player on the planet, like he hasn't gotten any slack for this loss. And as Pop said, mm-hmm. if it were LeBron James. Everybody would be killing LeBron right now. Wait,
6: wait, wait. Go ahead. Kevin played his heart out, man. I don't think LeBron Oh, God. (laughs) You're smart. I think LeBron didn't play like how he should have, man. What?
3: Are you talking about this year or Or years past? I'm talking about in the playoffs this year. I don't think LeBron's getting killed this year.
1: He's not. He's he's actually getting a pass. He's been a terrible teammate. He walked off the court. I'm talking about his play, on his team. Nah, about No, no, we got it now. We got to count. James Harden did
5: that last night too. He didn't shake nobody's
1: man. Well, I'm talking about LeBron left with minutes on the clock. True. James Harden at least stayed and got his ass kicked.
7: <laughs> LeBron <laughs> walked off
1: like, nah, that's y'all. Y'all lost. And, that's and, my beef with LeBron. And you know what? That. But but ultimately, even
4: in the you, you say like leave it all out there on the court. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 2015 NBA Finals. The year that they lost, and he didn't have, he didn't have uh, Kevin Love. Kyrie Irving got hurt. <laughs> he he averaged thirty five point eight points, thirteen point eight point three rebounds, and eight point eight assists.
3: Should have got Finals MVP. He should have got, got robbed. They lost. <laughs> they lost. Losers. So do, we, we the losers rewarded the do.
1: losers. Huh.
3: He was the most valuable player in the finals. Thank you. All right. So it Julius Randle.
1: So Julius Randle should he have got MVP this year for the Knicks. He no, was wasn't the most the MVP valuable of the whole league. <laughs> but we were saying most MVP stands for most valuable player, correct? On yeah. the team, All no, the
4: it, it, is is that the case? Because even LeBron raised that case that year because he had lost to Steph Curry. He was like, "Is it the most valuable player in the league, or is it the most valuable player to his team?" You remember that? Yes. You Remember that? It, 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 am I right? Or am I wrong? And you know, it, it raised a very interesting question: If LeBron was not there at that time when he had to make it to the finals got to
1: ask that question. If Julius Randle wasn't on the New York Knicks this year, would they have made the playoffs? They would have never even made them. They would have never even sniffed the playoffs. it would have been back to normal. <laughs>
3: Think about it this way. You're, you're talking about the 2015 finals, right? Yes, uh, yes. Iguodala won MVP of that finals. Yes, if he If you did. switch he did. LeBron and Iguodala, uh-huh. that's 4 nothing Warriors. If you switch LeBron and Steph Curry, it's 4 nothing Warriors. LeBron being on the Cavs made it 4-2. That's it why it he should have been MVP. <laughs>
4: Say it again. And he and he was leaving it out there. Just the same way you said, you know, uh, KD left it out there. That was probably the first time we've ever seen KD yeah. have to have a performance of that caliber. We've seen, seen LeBron do it countless times. We've seen him do it in Boston. Not really.
5: We what? Not really. We've never seen. Um, him. Wait a minute. The year, the year, the year that the year they played, the year they played in the um, 2012 Finals. <laughs> KD went out there and went bananas, and they lost. Huh? Yeah, and KD didn't get killed for that. Nope. The year they played in the two, in um two thousand twelve final against Miami, he went out there. He went crazy, and they lost. LeBron mm-hmm. them overpowered. Uh, well, so, guys, uh, guys, pop. I, I will
4: say this though, and and here we go because Nick Nick's face said everything that I <laughs> felt. I didn't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he and Nick got ESP going on here because LeBron has laid it on the line countless
5: times. Here we go, man. But
4: pop. Countless times. One is the Let's, face.
5: One is the face of the league. The other isn't and
4: one is dying to be.
5: He's not dying to what? be. They, he's Kevin not he, he, he dying not, for that not spot. To he's be. not dying for that. Are you? He's talking. He's he's playing towards that spot. Wait a minute. He's Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is a, is this spot? the
4: same Kevin Durant that said you know what the, the, the aura around LeBron is toxic?
5: Yeah, it is. Is this
4: the same guy that said that? It is. And and you mean to tell him you don't think he says that because he – I don't want to play with LeBron because he wants that spot. Who, I how can we not agree? That? He, who, want, who, he always said he play wanted with to be he's the best player in the world. If, he you, said that. if is,
1: you play with your competition, who you compete against? And we're talking about a guy that had a burner account responding to people on Twitter. He doesn't <laughs> want <laughs> that type of spotlight on him, bro. That's why he went you to what Brooklyn what I mean? instead of New York. Yeah, to the Knicks. Yeah, your down. Down.
3: There's a lot of – Factors they go into what's the what makes the biggest star in the NBA? What makes the face of the NBA? Yes, I, I think it's a very good argument that LeBron is not the better player than Kevin Durant right now. But no he's still way. the face of the league. There's nobody making Space Jam with Kevin Durant. You're gonna make it uh, with LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, Yo, can we, you know, can we get some money coins over there, please?
1: Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How <laughs> <Are> you? <laughs> I can't even argue that one. I can't argue that one. See, KD doesn't wear 23. But nah, let me stop, man. Nah, uh-huh. I can't argue that one. You're right. That hurts. You're right. But skill wise, Kevin Durant has always been more skilled than LeBron. Overall game better. Well, only thing that LeBron has over him is facilitating abilities. Point guard, you know, point guard. Too. Yeah, defensively. defensively too. No. Yes.
3: Yes. Do you think LeBron's a better defender than Kevin Durant?
1: Do LeBron, does LeBron dig into play defense? Are you serious? Yeah.
4: Does who, he? Dig who do you worry defense?
3: about on a fast break? Well, yeah, he, he's a good, he's like, a good. Who, wear, who, a good, who, who made yeah, the most chase famous down. defensive play in the league's yes, history? he did. He did. They don't want to admit yes, that neither. Keep did. going. Who, What? He
1: did. Now nah, that that chase down on Aguilar in the um, finals. Yes, yeah, he's great for that. He's great for that. But he's not no lockdown. To, like you put him in front of. He's not a Gary Payton. He's I'm just not comparing him to guys. Kevin Durant. Oh well, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> KD, KD was KD was the anchor on Golden State's defense when they did win those championships. And that's when people started to realize that he does play
3: defense. No, he's, he's an underrated defender. Yes. He's a solid defender. Yes. LeBron, at his peak, should have won a defensive player of the year. Facts. So wow. He was in the running for one.
1: So I guess my biggest question to y'all is then, so why, why does LeBron receive so much hate then? If he's this great player that y'all are saying, we don't understand why people don't like him, why is he hated so much? Can I answer that? Let's go. 2010. The decision. He changed the landscape of the NBA from there. He created this super team. I know what people want to say Boston had KG, Ray Allen, and this, that. Burned the in their prime. But still, and that happened through a trade. That didn't just – that wasn't guys getting together all-star break like, hey, I think it would be great if we both team up in Miami I, together I, I, and then the take ba- over the league and take the banana crew. The, the banana boat. It wasn't none of that. You know what I'm saying? Before this. All of those teams that people want to point to, the Lakers with James uh, Worthy, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. James Worthy was drafted by the Lakers. Magic Johnson was drafted by the Lakers. Kareem was traded from the uh, Milwaukee Bucks at the time, I believe, before he became a Laker. So, you know what I mean? Like, you can't say anything about teams in the past coming together and forming super teams. Michael Jordan was drafted by the Bulls. Scottie Pippen was drafted by the Bulls. Dennis Rodman was the only one traded – from the spur, no, no, was from the Pistons to the Bulls.
5: Scotty got traded to the Bulls.
1: The Sonics. Drafted, now, Re- no? uh, Robin wasn't traded from the Pistons. Scotty Pippen was drafted by the Bulls. He was he drafted, got by, drafted by the Sonics. Well, they've they traded him on draft now. Right. Yeah. yeah.
4: But ultimately, even still, Dennis Rodman was the piece that really kind of finished that off, right or wrong. But he
1: won three without yeah, they him. He won three before. Exactly. Right. They, he but, won three with Horace Grant.
4: Right. He won three with Horace Grant. I got to give it to him. But that was after a two year, a year and a half hiatus, right? It was before a year, year hiatus. What? Michael Jordan was out the game for a while. He lost a lot in the step. He had got older. I'm not going to say that. Um he wasn't taking it to the basket at that time like he was neither. He had really developed his fadeaway jump at that point. Yeah. Uh, Scotty Pippen was the one who played most of the defense. They just needed Michael Jordan. Sc- right Michael off. Jordan was an all-defensive player. What are you talking about? I'm not going to say he wasn't an all-defensive player, but at that point he it was, was. really Scotty. No, no, the no. He was all-defensive players.
1: You see what they did to Tony Kukoc in the Olympics. They mm-hmm. both took the challenge on we're going to lock him up. But even, I'm talking about when he came back. Even when he came back. When he came back, Scotty Pippen got a lot of
4: the raw assignments.
1: He didn't get him. Michael Jordan took the challenge of facing anybody. This is a guy that would just make things up to get the motivation to go out there and destroy people. He took pride in guarding people too, man. You can't take that away from him. But I don't want to stray too far from the point. Yes. The reason why, for me, mm-hmm. I look at LeBron in a certain way, it's a few things. The flopping. Like, you're this great player. Why do you flop all this time? Why are you always complaining to the refs, crying about stuff? The why train. is it always that whenever you make a move, you got to dictate who's coming with you to help you. He did it when he went back to Cleveland. He did it when he went to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He did it when he went to Miami. And mm-hmm. those are the only places that he won championships. You know what I mean? Like, I don't respect it. It's like you're always manipulating the situation. His partner, Rich Paul, they got a, a, a agency now yeah. where they getting these kids from young. Clutch so he, sports. Yeah, clutch sports. So it's like. You're manipulating the way that the game is being played and the way that things are going to shape out, and that's what I don't respect about him. Don't get me wrong. He's a great talent, one of the most talented basketball players, even more talented than Michael Jordan. But I just don't like the fact that he manipulates his situations and he's always looking for a competitive advantage for a guy that's so great. I hate the word manipulate. I feel like he controls. And that's
4: the same thing. To me, manipulation sounds more negative. It's like, you know, yeah, I manipulate this. I, I make this happen. No, he he's going into the situation with more control than players ever had, and because of him, players have more control over what they do in this league. And if 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 anything, you need the NFL that needs to have a player like that because the NFL dogs out their players on a regular basis. They end up getting these contracts, and the minute they get hurt, they could be shipped off. You don't see that in the NBA. As a matter of fact, a lot of players now, what they, to, what they do is they add that two-year player option. Listen, I'm only going to play for two years after that. I have the option to, to leave if I want. No trade clause. These are the kind of things that LeBron had brought to the forefront. Oh. So you, to me, you, it's like you can't be mad at the man for giving the players control. He did what he had to do to take the game to a next level. But the period play, point the players
5: play and, don't have the leverage that he does. Because he's LeBron James, his caliber, he can he can go out there and say, "Okay, I'm gonna be here for two years. If you don't give me what I want, I'm out."
4: He's not the only. All one.
5: other players can't really can't do Look that at Luca. because Lu- Let's Lucas take Luca.
1: fine. But you think Luca can do that? Oh, we got a oh, call. We got a caller. Uh-uh. Definitely got a caller. Bars and Hoops Radio. Who's this? Yo, this is Ronaldo, aka Black, and all his finest. Was good. Hey, Black, what's going on, brother? What's happening? You already know. You already know,
8: man. I hear y'all talking about the great ones out
3: there.
1: All right, what you got That's to talk? What you got right. to say about that?
8: I, I got. I got to talk about my man Kobe. As great as Kobe was, yeah, I'm sorry, excuse, excuse me. Let I me mean, back this up. Back this up. He <laughs> is, he is. Kobe yeah. is, <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, I don't want no bomb threat. <laughs> Great as Kobe is. You know what I mean? You got to look at it. When Carmelo was a free agent before he went to the Knicks, uh-huh. Kobe was like, get him, get him, get him, get him. When CP3, that was a done trade.
1: Yeah, the NBA wanted, the NBA sented that
8: trade. That's right. Right. So we talk about, you know, I, listen, I don't think nothing about what you know LeBron didn't do when he was a superstar as far as saying, hey, I'm going to guard the best player. I'm going to become this lockdown defender I want to You know He didn't do any of that You know When he first came to the league But you got to think about How young he was Coming in the league You know There wasn't too many people Who had the maturity of Kobe That came in the league You got to look at How many High school players That came in the league Before Kobe And after Kobe Who could not cut it Kwame Brown Just a quick mention Yeah So Shout out to Kwame You gotta know Smoke with him
7: (laughs) You got to have black Don't say
1: that too loud Don't say Kwame too loud Man he might Start putting us On Instagram You're going to be The next video
5: Word
8: up Oh (laughs) 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 That's how that goes Like There's so many people That could be great Coming in From the the gate Jermaine O'Neal Nobody was talking about Jermaine O'Neal That's a fact First game in the league That's a fact You know so It it, it takes time for people to get that. You know, him going to Miami, being with the great Dwayne Wade, I mean, just maturing Pat Riley, you know what I mean, under that tour. So it was a lot when he went to Miami that he learned that he was like, you know what, I can actually be that leader, go back to Cleveland and show people what it is. Now, of course, he he went to the Lake Show. There's no way you're going behind Kobe Bryant to the L.A. Lakers and thought you wasn't even going to hold a, a match for that guy there. So we put a lot on LeBron, and we we wanted something after Kobe Bryant. LeBron just wasn't the guy we that we thought he was going to be. Wow. You
7: know? wow. Who,
1: so who is?
8: Who is, though?
1: Nobody. I mean, you can't. Kobe is like, <laughs> to me, he's, he's, he's Michael Jordan 2.0. man. Yeah. Huh? He is Michael Jordan 2.0. And um, it's safe to say if he had, you know, if he had help like LeBron has had help after Shaq, he probably would have surpassed Michael Jordan as far as uh, seven rings is concerned. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, right. a that. lot of people don't mention Kobe. They always put LeBron over Kobe, and I don't understand that either. Yeah. But I know Nick had an interesting take on Kobe Bryant. But um, what's your thoughts on that? No, here's what I think. First mm-hmm.
3: of all, Kobe was my first favorite player in the uh, NBA uh-huh. growing up um obviously playing for the lakers is Shaq's number two and then becoming his own number one guy uh-huh. but i feel like when we have this discussion in terms of differentiating between players ranking players we yeah. just the first thing we talk to is how many championships did they win right makes That's sense divine by rings i think what we should do is say how many times was that guy the best player in the finals mm. because to me oh. kobe won five but awesome. he was the best player on two right wow. and how many times Ooh, was he the wow. best one? Oh, say it again. He won five times. <laughs> uh-huh. Was the best player in two finals. He had two more times he was in the finals, and he probably wasn't the best player in those finals either, against the Celtics and against the Pistons. You can make an argument, but I would He's, say no.
1: So who 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 would you say was better than Kobe when they played against the Celt- Gasol?
3: No, no, no. Uh, Paul Pierce. No. Right. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce had a better season in, in that in those six games. And you can that, make an argument, but it's the close. Truth, baby. <laughs> and I think you Shaq know you can go Billups, you can go Shaq, you can go a lot of guys in the 0-4 Finals. Yep. But it's tough mm-hmm. to say it was Kobe when he lost four to one.
6: But what what about on the team? Kobe you can't say the 81. whole As far as the team, the Lakers team though, and that Lakers team. Was he was the best two. player
3: on two of those championships. Shaq was the, the best player in the three.
6: Oh, you saying Shaq? Okay, I was yeah. Saying, yeah. Kobe and scored I,
1: eighty-one. I to put some respect on
3: that. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Booker scored <laughs> seventy. I mean, what is that? <laughs> <got a> <laughs> but my point is, so he's been the best player on two, maybe three, maybe four uh-huh. in the in the finals of four series, maybe yeah. two to four. Yeah. LeBron has been the best player in eight to ten finals.
1: I can't argue.
3: I can't argue that. I can't. Cricket. And when we're but, talking about being the best player on the biggest stage,
1: well, so was he better than Dwayne Wade well, when he went to Miami?
3: Not the first year. Uh-huh. In 2011, he wasn't the best player, but in every other Finals, I would say maybe it's tough to give him all seven uh-huh. because obviously he was just so young and Got you. you know this first team was just too good. Got you. He but was, he it's was tough better. to say he hasn't been the best player in every Finals that he's been in. Got he's you. been in how many now? 10? yeah, he was. So he's probably been the best player in eight finals. Yeah. He was better than Wade, and because Wade was hurt, so. that's when Wade
1: deferred
5: and gave
3: yeah. him the team. Yeah, after the first year, when LeBron was just not himself and mm-hmm. against the Mavericks, he's so, been the best player in every finals he's been in.
1: So Black, what you want to finish up with? I was going to say, wow, that's
8: no. I you know, I, I hate this. Sports, but is Randy Moss better than Jerry Rice? <laughs> he said is Randy <laughs> so Moss better that, than Jerry like, Rice? <laughs> like a nah, showmanship, nah. like I guess
5: Randy mars better than Jerry Rice. Randy Moss is my guy. he's not better than T. O. Right.
8: Because uh, hands down, look at the numbers. Without Kobe and any of those finals, I don't see how they win the championship. I don't see like the distraction that Kobe was causing, like the disruption Kobe was causing on the, on the court. Now, don't get me wrong; I don't take nothing from Shaq. He's as as Shaq he was be. a bully. He
1: was a big guy. He was bigger than everybody else.
8: Yeah, he's bigger than everybody. But you talking about defending? Yes. Scoring at will, like you talking about. How, how big was Kobe Bryant? Scoring at will when it needed to be scored, and we already know. Shot. No,
1: they definitely leader. wouldn't have won anything if they had just right. kept sending Shack to the line. That's a fact. That's a good point.
7: <laughs> but a, then again, I, 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 I feel gonna like sign off that
8: though, and I'm going to listen to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want, y'all, I want y'all to see how we answer that for good, man. Yeah, but no, no, y'all doing great things. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you too, man. King.
1: Appreciate you. All right. Thanks. All right. Yep. Pop, and then we gonna move on to baseball because no. we gonna talk about this sticky situation. I was on. I was gonna say um,
4: you know, if LeBron had a Shaq, uh huh, you know he, where
1: would he be? He did,
4: and that was he did have Shaq. He, he did, did have, have Shaq. Yeah. no, no. I mean, <laughs> he had the big Aristotle. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. I mean the Shack of
5: that of that of that time with the L. A. Lakers. You want me to tell you why it wouldn't work? Tell me why. Because Shaq would clog up the middle from from LeBron driving to the basket. Shaq doesn't leave from under the basket. But he would benefit That's by why, LeBron This is though. why Drummond didn't work in LA. But it,
3: yeah, but to compare Drummond to prime Shaq. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm just, just comparing I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not comparing, I'm, I'm whoa, comparing whoa, whoa. them as both as not
5: whoa, whoa, whoa. leaving the basket whoa.
3: so it stops him from dropping. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not comparing them as players. <laughs> I think LeBron could have learned to be a 2 <laughs> when he was in his early 20s like Kobe did. Yeah. And then eventually he would have grown into becoming... Who he became? (laughs) That's a fact. You know, I think I think Shaq Shaq is a top ten player ever, ever, but those three years was the best player ever. Like Mm. no one's been that dominant in that three year stretch. Nobody. Yeah. Like him. And then it's hard to
5: guard, and it's hard to officiate for him. On top of that, because
4: his average through them years Was what thirty four.
1: 34 points and like 12 rebounds. He was a bully, man. He's papers, a big man. guy, man. He had to do it. That's like, now on the court, you see a big kid on the court. You're like, yo, you're supposed to be dominating. He's shooting. You dudes, know what I mean? Who?
5: The big kids now. It's a different yeah, game. I mean, yeah, it's a it's different like game. Everybody
1: wants to be Kristaps Porzingis. Man, Lopez, but not look, not Kristaps, but you know oh, yeah, Lopez, oh, Dirk. Dirk Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. That's a fact. You seen what Brook Lopez did to the
5: Brooklyn sign last night? <laughs> he stepped on the sign. Had a little smack on the sign, Like, you know, nah, and I keep forgetting he was in Brooklyn, too. Brook is smart. He has more points
3: than any other Brooklyn that ever. A That's a fact. Shout out to Nick. Talk that.
5: about
1: it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Word, man. So let's switch gears a little bit, man. We're going to get into some baseball, man. Yes, and, you know, as excited as we get about basketball, we don't really get too excited about baseball because of all the rules and everything that baseball's got going on, right now it's the thing with this sticky substance that guys are u- using, mm-hmm. I mean, I never really understood what all that was about. So, Nick, give us a, a little understanding on what's going on with the sticky substance stuff in the baseball and all the stuff that people are complaining about. So, for,
3: first of all, let's get into the fact that offense is down in baseball more than it has in a long time. Yes. Ah. Since the year of the pitcher, 1968, uh-huh. was the year of the pitcher and nobody was scoring. And to change... To to allow for more scoring, they moved the mound down five inches to make it more of an even playing field for the hitter. To see it better? In 1969, offense went way up. So Mm. with just a lot of different factors, offense is going down, and the league is looking into reasons why pitchers are dominating more than they ever have. Mm. And part of the reason is something that pitchers have been doing forever, but have been doing more and more and more is putting, you mentioned, sticky substances on their hands yeah. to make the baseball drop slower. It's, it's a lot of physics, it's a lot of science, it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. But in essence, if I can get something that can make me grip the ball better, yeah. it's gonna look like it's faster, even if it isn't necessarily faster and it's gonna be more difficult to hit. So now, all of a sudden, you know, this was something that was known, like hitters knew what was what's happening. Down. But, you know, it got from, you know, something like sunscreen and the <laughs> rosin bag, which is, I think, nobody would have an issue with. No one's having a problem with the rosin with, bag. That's that bag. Yeah, yeah. And with sunscreen, they would put those together and you get a little bit of a grip. Now they're using, like, glue, basically pine tar. No, pine tar. They're using spider tack, which is used pine. for, like, Olympians to throw rocks. It's
5: unbelievable. Oh.
3: And basically, what it does, it, it makes the ball spin more often. Yes. Which makes it. You know, because obviously the pitcher's throwing from way up here yeah. and dropping, the drop happens less. Yeah. So it's tougher to hit. So wow. pitchers like Garrett Cole, he's been like kind of the face of it because a reporter, Ken Davidoff of the New York Post, asked him, do you use spider tack? <laughs> and his response was very awkward. He had yeah. a lot of ums and urs, and he's like, uh, this has been something that's been passed down. <laughs> wow. I don't know what to do. So baseball's decided that they had a memo sent out. They're going to be like, okay, nope, we're getting rid of this starting, like, in a month. And the umpires are going to start checking. They're actually going to start checking tomorrow. Yes.
1: During the middle of the season. I mean the middle the of, the season, of the season. Wow. Not,
3: and basically what they're going to do is when pitchers get off the mound, uh-huh. the umpires are going to kind of inspect their glove, inspect their hand to see if – and you can get suspended for 10 games with pay. Wow. Because wow. With let, pay? With pay. <laughs> because that's the only thing that the union would let happen because it's not – Oh okay. no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. could,
4: could I interject a Go little ahead. bit? You see how strong that union is? See how strong it is? The MLB. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the NFL. Uh
3: huh. We'll be out of there. I mean, it's it's different sports. It's MLB is a much much more. It's been much longer in its mm-hmm. game. And yeah. It's so it's it's such an apples to oranges conversation.
1: Mm. But see, this is what I don't understand. Go ahead. Because, all right, first it was the home the home run, the most exciting part of the game. They was choking it up to steroid use they crack down on that now so now you're cracking down on pitching because pitching is good and now they can't hit home runs or they can't do anything anymore what is it with baseball this is why it's not exciting to people it's like ah, right, you don't want guys slugging home runs all day but you don't want guys striking everybody out
3: at the same well, time here's an interesting conversation i've thought about it a lot lately uh-huh. you know who is a major nfl player We've been debating whether or not he's going to get into the Hall of Fame that just retired this offseason. Wide receiver for the Patriots. Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman. Mm. Everybody loves him in terms of fans. They call him this gritty guy, championship guy. Uh People are debating whether he should be in the Hall of Famer. He shouldn't be, but that's a different conversation. Julian Edelman got popped for PEDs. Mm. No one talks about it. They don't. See? Now, that's something interesting. If Julian Edelman had the same exact career, had the same exact, you know, passion for his career, Mm -hmm. but he was playing in baseball, the talk around Julian Edelman would be very different. Mm. Why is that? There's a lot of theories. There's a lot of talk about how MLB fans are much more into the numbers than football fans or NBA fans. You know, nobody knows how many wins Tom Brady has in his career. Nobody knows how many yards he's thrown. We know how many rings he got. We know how many rings, but, you know, people can name how many home runs Hank Aaron hit. Yes. Yeah, you know? Yes. We can name Bob, Gips- Bob Gibson's Z R A in 1968. Oh. We we're talking about the year of the pitcher. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's an interesting conversation of, you know, is it just into the game that we care more about cheaters and cheating than That's, we do in other sports? Hmm. Does that make it a bad thing? Does that make it a good thing? I don't know, but I think it's a very interesting conversation. And that was well, one of my
5: questions. Or maybe they don't care about the cheating at all. They just care about the... The results, but see no,
1: if they cared but. about the results, then they wouldn't care about cheating. This is what I'm saying. Nah, so cheating adds
6: che- to, re- to the results because you don't want nobody. It's, if this is all about stats, you don't want nobody cheating to get the best stats. But this it makes the sport exciting. That's why I, that's
1: my question. Is cheating in baseball better for the sport? Think about when when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire was hitting home runs every other game. I people was tuned in
6: like this to see it. So what's but, more exciting, the strikeouts or the home run? The home runs. Nobody want to see – like, people want to see the ball get hit. They want to see
5: Barry Bonds hit it out the park.
4: Yeah, you know, but you, you got to remember, too, when when they was, when was the home run f- thing was a big thing, it was coming off of a season where they went on strike. So they needed something that was going to bring back the MLB at that time. Remember, it was like they didn't play, and everybody was like, ah, checking out on baseball, and now you got Sammy Sosa, you got – um. Barry, oh, Barnes, Barry Barnes Barry and you had Mark uh,
5: McGuire, Mark Maguire knocking you home had runs a, out, you had and a, it
4: was good for baseball at that time.
7: Well, they you, was chasing pooh Pujols. Well, you I had a, you Holtz had a, a lot
5: of dudes that were 180 pounds one year, and then they went up to 260 <laughs> the next year, <laughs> and muscle man. And all of a sudden, now they hitting the ball an extra, but, 40 to 50 feet.
4: But this is why baseball but turned up now at that time. Yeah. It, they needed it.
5: It's still hand-eye coordination to hit a baseball.
4: Up. And and now we talking that's about that's a skill. We we talking about a time yeah, that have, they, ahead, they 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 talk you talking about a time they dealing with pitching where they just came off of a season where they found out that the Houston Astros damn near cheated to win. they uh
5: no accountability for them at all.
4: Now, well actually they 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 were finding things of that nature, but they're <laughs> finding out that these guys was cheating almost the whole time calling out pitches and stuff. They try you know what it is? They trying to it works until you get caught and then we got to do something about it. That's it it is like most things they put a paper bag over it until you take the paper bag off right yeah. and and i see you drinking on the corner now i got to do something about it
1: going to get my culture cipher god yeah. listen
4: when you talk about when you talk about tar, i believe the first time i had ever really really seen it was michael pineda uh, played that game mm-hmm. Against the, with, mm-hmm. the Yankees with the Yankees and he, and he had it on his neck <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah was and everybody was like Yo <laughs> yeah, what is like, that like, <laughs> like really And he's like <laughs> And he and, Yo the ref came oh, out, I mean the, the ump Came on. out there Was like
3: <laughs> He had that so And there's good. another issue now Let's go Tyler Glass now He's a pitcher uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays yes. Yes. Guy's 6'7 230 Throws 100 oh, Unbelievable throws 100 mm. miles per hour He got hurt The other week Mm-hmm and they said that he had an injury to his UCL, which is in, a, is in his elbow, mm-hmm. which anybody here a UCL John? injury. Exactly. Tommy, Tommy John. John's going to happen. Now, they still got to figure out if that, they're going to try to rehab him. They're mm-hmm. going to try to get him back maybe in the playoffs, but who knows, right? Mm-hmm. He, during his post-game press conference, said, I couldn't grip the ball the other day. I stopped using the sticky stuff. Oh. And I woke <laughs> up and I was sore in places where I've never, I haven't been sore before. And he basically said without saying it that, that's the reason why he got hurt. So now he has got another issue on its hands. Of that's it. You know, our pitcher's gonna now get hurt. You know, obviously it's also in a season where they played sixty games last year, playing one hundred sixty-two. They were getting hurt anyway. But mm-hmm. yeah. now they can maybe look at this and play, And there's just another. There's just so many factors into this conversation, uh-huh. which makes it so fascinating to me. So, question:
6: Is it easier to throw the ball with that substance? As you're saying, yeah. it basically it you get, you get,
3: get more that? of a grip on it. Okay, it's not slipping out of your hand. And then it also, like I said, you can like, think about like if you're shooting a basketball, right? You want to get a nice follow through and you want to get backspin on the ball. Right. You don't want to shoot a knuckleball or it's not spinning. Yeah. Right. That sticky stuff makes the ball spin more. And the more it spins, the more movement it has on a breaking ball. So it's, Mm. you know, dirtier, it's filthier pitch. Mm -hmm. And if it's a fastball, the the faster it looks, it's it's complicated because it's not specifically faster, but it drops at a slower rate. Mm. No, nah, we get it. No, it I does. get it. Yeah. So, but to the now discussion of the MLB Players Association, the players and the owners are more at gripes now than I, than they've ever been certainly in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a lock you mentioned the lockout in 94. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, this was something that they used to do, you know, talking decades ago, 50, 60 years ago all the time where they were the association in the league was at strife. Yes. Every year it seemed. Yeah. And the CBA ends this year. There's going to be a lot of talk about of pace of play. Mm-hmm. you know. Hopefully, we don't have another lockout, but mm-hmm. this is just an, yet another thing that's going to add to the animus between players and the ownership.
4: So when you say that, you, you believe that it's going to be on the table of letting the pitchers use it?
3: Well, so what they have said now is that the umpires are going to – just kind of police it whenever they can starting tomorrow Okay. (laughs) and they're basically trying to make them go cold turkey with this and then who knows maybe in a a new year they'll come up with like a substance like you know like the batters have pine tar in the on deck circle yes right everybody knows that it's there it's allowed maybe they're gonna have something like that with the pitchers we'll see but you know we got players right now that not only do they not like these new rules and these additions they don't trust the people making them of course and that's, you know, that's tough because that's crazy. all the young star power that's in the league right now, Fernando Tatis Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr., yeah. mm-hmm, you know, we got a Yankees team that's struggling but Judge. starting to win. I look a few games lately. The Mets are in first place. There's yeah. a lot oh. of really good storylines. Shohei Otani is doing things Queens. we haven't seen in a century. Yeah. There's so many good things here. And baseball is actually revenue wise killing it this year. Really? Right, they are. In terms of obviously you got sales, but in terms of TV viewership. You know, people don't talk about obviously the NFL is running circles around everybody else. That's but a fact. MLB has a higher revenue than any other sport, even the NBA. Now, it's a different sport, it's much more regional, mm-hmm. but they much make more, more money. There's a reason yeah. they're handing out $400 million contracts. And now yep. they're only, the only league that does that. And how many games yeah. do they play
1: in a season? 162. 162. 162. How many hot dogs and bur- exactly. beers and burgers and chicken so, tenders? It's and- a very healthy sport. Yeah. Hopefully,
3: realizes just how healthy it is and can figure it out. Yeah, so, uh, hot dogs ten dollars a city. Yeah, fit. but I don't
1: understand why their rules are so rigid. If it's if it's making the sport entertaining, why are you so worried? And it's the older people that always make complaints about the way the game is being played well, now.
3: Well, there's the obviously the unwritten rules discussion in terms of like letting guys. Bat flip and all that stuff. That's different (laughs) in terms of what this is. This is just, you know, figuring out what's cheating, what's gamesmanship, what's, you know, what's passable, and they're kind of just figuring this out on the fly. And that's their problem. That's the problem. Worse than the NFL. And, you know, offense is down, but what they need to figure out isn't necessarily more home runs because a couple years ago, they had the ball, you know, they admitted that the ball was juiced and everybody was hitting (laughs) home runs. It wasn't like, you know, Bonds, Griffey, (laughs) Not to say Griffey was doing anything he shouldn't have been doing, but just talking about the home run guys, it was like yeah. a handful of guys. Yeah. A couple of years ago, everybody was hitting twenty home runs. That's a fact, and that, that makes the home run less exciting mm-hmm. if everyone's doing it. It's true. So, what baseball needs to focus, and they are focusing on it, is making the game have more action, making sure that that the athletes are being rewarded, like you know things like stolen bases, uh-huh. which have been deemed to be not that valuable based mm-hmm. on the kind of math of it all. Yeah. So there's that. Shout out to Mookie Wilson. And so what, what would you— Figuring out how to make those things, make the athletes kind of more pronounced and just get that more action happening, more more balls put in play so that there's just not a lull of just seeing pitchers throw just walks and strikeouts.
1: Right. right. Yeah, because it, it gets boring. Nobody wants to see that, yeah. man. I want to see guys running around, yeah. getting tagged out, Yep. snatching a home run off the—taking away a home run. You know what I mean? It like.
3: Is- Absolutely. But it's always important to kind of preface that and kind of note that people always are complaining about baseball. There's always like the how do we fix baseball? How do we fix this issue? Baseball's still thriving. Yeah. You know, it's still doing very well. And it's just, you know, how can we make sure that the good stuff is being heightened and and improved? And, you know, it's important that we're having these discussions, but put put it all in context.
1: So, what's going on with the Yankees this year? Why are they struggling? With all of these bats and things they got, why are they doing so bad?
3: If I knew, I'd be the GM of the, uh, the Yankees. <laughs> because the Yankees in the past few years, so it all started maybe a handful of years or so. They had a quick rebuild, right? They trade, They had a Roldis Chapman. They traded him. They had Andrew Miller. They traded him. Shout out people to thought people thought they weren't going to make the playoffs for a few years. And then all of a sudden, it took them about a couple of years. 2017, they made the playoffs right away. we right. a game within the World Series. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, nice. We're going to have a team now. You know, Aaron Judge Gleyber Torres came up Gary Sanchez came up you know we're going to have a five six year stretch we're going to make World Series win World Series and the last few years they kept basically always losing to the team that was in the World Series so they were right on the cusp right so it was this year you know how do we get better they had DJ LeMahieu who mm-hmm. was near the MVP last year mm-hmm. near the MVP they signed him back every fan wanted him back more than anything Garrett Cole they signed a couple of years ago to kind of be that last piece he's doing nothing Oh, no, he's been very good this year. No, this year? He's been very well, yeah. good. No, last year, he was excellent, and in the playoffs, he was good too. They were just. Prob- the, the Yankees' problem is that just, they just have had no situational hitting. They just haven't been coming up clutch mm-hmm. in the postseason. Mm-hmm. But their issue was always the postseason. Yeah. This year, it's been the regular season. Yeah. All their kind of problems of not coming up clutch, you know, just being not great within the margins, have mm-hmm. been coming up now this year in the early season. Mm-hmm. That being said, we're only around 60 games in. Much about 90 or so games to go. Got a long way to go. 90. So I think the Yankees are going to write the ship. I do. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's at this point, that's really their only hope of just hoping that players that are already on their team kind get of, of the get the back bank. to the back of the baseball card and kind of <laughs> play the way they're uh, back to the baseball card. I know you're talking. Get back about. to their because uh, there's no you know there's not the fix isn't firing the manager. It's not firing the GM. Those have been the good pieces that have led to the success. This but giving New up York. on that based on two months doesn't make sense.
1: This is New York. It seemed like the Yankees and Mets switch positions, man. The Mets are actually doing good. Nobody expected that. You know what
5: I mean? Mets don't get no respect. The Mets are like the Brooklyn Nets of man, compared to
1: the New York. Watch your mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
5: the Mets don't. Here's the, Yankees, di- here's the, Yankees, the Yankees are the New York baseball team.
3: Here's the difference between the Mets and the Nets is that when the Mets – People are always interested, I think, in the Mets, whether if it's just to laugh at them or to <laughs> cheer them. <laughs> a lot of people don't care about the Nets. There's a lot of people who just, if Brooklyn isn't, you know, got KD on them, it's like, all right, whatever, who cares, you know? Oh. Now, the Mets this year, obviously, got a new owner. They traded for a new superstar player. Yes. Who's been underperforming, but he has a lot of leadership value, and, and he's been finding a lot of good stuff on that front. And You know, they lost three out of the last four. They, got, they lost today, but... They're in first place. Things are looking good. And, you know, they got the best player in the whole sport.
1: Yes. DeGrom. Take it DeGrom. Yeah, so it's DeGrom all about making
3: sure he stays healthy. Yeah. And hopefully the good things continue in Queens. Yeah. Shout out to Queens. Queens get the money. Let's Long go. Man. time, no
1: cash. You know? But yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Nick. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Nick getting his borough, getting his city shouted out. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know, man. What do you think they could do to compete with the other sports like football and basketball? Because all of this stuff you're talking about, I don't see what they can do to actually make the game better, to, like, make it more entertaining, like rewarding the athletes. How? If you can't get an advantage with the ball, if you're not going to be able to hit the ball, mm-hmm. how is the sport going to look better or feel better? That's you, what I don't understand.
3: Well, you were talking about comparing it to the NFL and the uh-huh. NBA. And those are two huge national sports, right? Mm-hmm. Like we both we all, all of us obviously live in New York, right? Mm-hmm. We watch LeBron if he's on the Cavaliers like he's a New York team, right? That's we watch, you know, Kevin Durant when he's on OKC. So, these are national figures, yeah. right? Yeah. More and more we don't see fans of the Thunder or the Cavs. We see oh, no. I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a yeah. KD fan. Yeah. I'm a Shout Steph out Curry to JLJ. fan. JLJ. Yeah. yeah. Whoever Steph Curry goes, I go. I go. <laughs> so those are the brands. It's not as much the teams. Whereas Major League Baseball, you know, people really, really care about their local team. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at ratings for local baseball games, they're off the charts. People in New York really watch the Mets. They really watch the Yankees. People in LA love watching the Dodgers. People in Kansas City love watching the Royals. Mm-hmm. At the same time, people in New York aren't watching the Angels. Mm. <laughs> you know, Mike Trout's the best player in the sport, but nobody's tuning in. Mm-hmm. 10 30 at night. I'm asleep. There's a lot of factors in that. Man. So there's just the obviously the, the marketability of the stars, you know, making mm-hmm. sure that people know just how crazy good Fernando Tatis Jr. is and how exciting he is. Mm-hmm. People realize that Shohei Otani is something that we nobody has ever seen before. See, nobody. Nobody alive like, has seen anybody like him.
1: I don't even know who he is. Wow. And that's it's crazy. Like yeah. you know who he is?
3: Nah, seen
4: Have you seen, seen him? I watch Sports Center.
3: <laughs> <Shout out to laughs> That's crazy. Shohei Otani is Babe Ruth in 2021. Oh, he's oh, pitching. Man. He's hitting. He's gonna be in the home run derby. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You say he's pitching and hitting? Gotta be really National League. That. then He's, he's doing it all. No, he's doing it in the American League. American? He, he pitches and every other every day he doesn't pitch. He's the DH. What? Oh, wow. Damn. Wow. And he's not any, he was leading the league in home runs at one point. He's not anymore. As a pitcher. As, as a designated hitter. And he throws 99-100. Whoa. He's got an ERA under three. I don't know if he still does, but he's it's a hybrid. He is literally something nobody has ever seen before. Yep. And where is he from? He's from Japan.
1: Oh, he's from Japan. And, mm, wow.
3: Uh, and he plays for the Angels, who have him. They have Mike Trout. They had Albert Pools, and they still find a way to not win. <laughs> <see that> <laughs> so now,
1: now, now it makes sense. It's just like it's just like the NBA. Like a lot of people don't want to give Luka Doncic his credit as being the next big thing for the NBA after LeBron leaves because he's not an he's not a American-born player. Mm. I think that's pro- that's probably what it is with, with, with the
3: gentleman you just uh I mean, mentioned. it's tough because Mike Trout's also American-born. He was born and raised in Philly. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's, you know, he shows up at the Eagles games. Uh-huh. He is you know, plays in LA. So uh-huh. he, everything about him should say superstar. But yeah, but it does. There's a lot of factors. He but, obviously but, plays in the smaller market, but Mookie Betts plays in the bigger market, and he's yeah. he was. I think his peak was when the Dodgers were mm-hmm. were in the World Series last year. Mm-hmm. But it's but an interesting uh, discussion.
1: But what you just said is like he's like Babe Ruth. Of now, Babe Ruth is is a legend, a legend in the United States. That's not baseball. an overstatement. That's not an overstatement at all. So he should be getting more coverage. And he should be on TV more where we see him. But I just think that it's this thing, man. Like they don't want to market the international player as the face of an American sport. But that's deep. We can get into that all day, every day. You know what I mean? Seven days of the week. But it's interesting, man. Shout out to Nick, man out here frying some brains on Sunday (laughs) about baseball, man. You know what I mean? You get everything here at Bars and Hoops Radio, man. So, on that note, man, we're going to take it to a DJ, J.O.J. mini mix, and when we come back, we're going to get into the rap report. Don't forget the number to call in is 516-206-0711. Bars and Hoops Radio, check in with us. Let's go.
10: To know if I could be the kind of girl that you could be down for. Cause when I look at you, I feel something. Tell me that you're the kind of guy that I should be.
1: Out to DJ oh, JOJ baby. taking us back, you know what I mean, with the blend time action, you know
6: what I mean. Word up JOJ, tell them about your show, Jay. Future Phenoms, man, every Wednesday, man, Balls and Hoops Radio, it goes down 9 to 11. PM Balls and Hoops Radio Future Phenoms featuring me, GJ, DJ J O J. Come on, let's go, J-O-J. let's go.
1: And where can they go to send you some music, man, to get played on Future Phenoms? J
6: O J Queens at Gmail, J O J Queens at Gmail.com, Man, holla Word at up, me, man. Shout out to J O J, man. He
1: put me back in the mood. We felt like we was on the Ave in the in the Accurate Legend. You C-M-O know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this, right? On Shout out C-M to C-M my block. guys in the building, man. For real. Word <laughs> up, man. So. We now reach the part of our show when we get to the rap report, man, where we're going to talk about some of the things happening in hip-hop, man, and you know, over these past couple of years, especially during the pandemic, you know what I mean, people have been finding new ways to get some money, and cryptocurrency mm-hmm. ran rampant through our neighborhoods, man. Everybody we know turned into a cryptocurrency expert, made a couple thousands, telling you you need to get on board, and if you don't, you're silly, and this, that, and the third, but... Hip-hop now is getting into the game, man, with NFTs, man. And um, according to the NFTs, man, hip-hop icons hit blockchain markets, man. Pop, I know that this is your thing. Pop like talking oh, about the money, man. Money matters to Pop, man. I you know duh. what I'm saying? And, and, you know, this type of stuff uh, interests Pop, man. So we're going to let Pop tackle this one here, man. Let's jump Pop. in, man. All right. It's what him. we got.
4: So just to get to, into the article a little bit. Blockchain platform Nair Protocol has partnered with the Universal Hip Hop Museum and Ed Young, co-founder of the Source Magazine, to release a collection of non-fungible tokens Ooh. featuring rappers NFT's. from the 70s to now. The NFT Hop collection will feature NFTs of 47 rap legends, from Easy E to Lil Wayne, to honor the 47-year uh, 47-year of the hip hop era. The pop-up marketplace goes live on June 19th, commemorating Juneteenth, a federal holiday marking the end of slavery. Wow. As NFTs grow in prominence over 2021, Young sees the collaboration with Nir as a way to reconnect with rap's peer-to-peer origins. And in his own words, since its beginnings, hip-hop grew from the grassroots. From hand-recording tapes, one-by-one to sell to friends, to the block parties powered by the electricity from street lamps, it was a collective... Creation of culture and economy developed through the artist and fan working together. Mm. And it's funny that he he even said that at that point, because when you think about how NFTs work, you pretty much are purchasing a one of one original copy
1: of something. So let's before we move further, Mm -hmm. how many of y'all in this room, J.O.J. you included, Zah, Nick, how many of you guys actually knew what NFT was, what an NFT is? What does that mean?
6: I didn't know. (laughs) Is it, um, it's part of the stocks, right? It's certain.
4: No, that's, it's not really. It it is a non-fungible token. That's that's what NFT stands for. mm -hmm.
1: And NFT is a digital asset that represents real world objects like art, music in-game items and videos Mm -hmm. that's why the nba was one of the first ones to jump on this yeah we talked about this before yes they was they selling moments like and i'm like why would somebody pay for that when i could just record that and i could have it forever like why are they making a regular thing that i could just record off my phone into something that big but they're bought and sold online frequently with cryptocurrency and that's the truth like that's why a lot of people bought into cryptocurrency and said it's not going anywhere. I know people that's buying NFT moments like Giannis dunking on somebody in Game Five of the playoffs for thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars, and I'm like, why? You know what I mean? Right. So they're bought and sold online frequently with cryptocurrency, and they are generally encoded with the same underlying software as many cryptos. Although they've been around since 2014, so we've been late to the party. Yes. You know what I mean? NFTs are gaining notoriety. Now, because they are becoming an increasingly popular way to buy and sell digital artwork, a staggering $174 million has been spent on NFTs since November Damn. of 2017. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is a whole new way of money mm-hmm. that us, we aren't really paying attention to. And there's a lot of people out there getting rich off of it, man. But I'm sorry, Pop. I just wanted to explain what NFTs were to people.
4: No, that's cool. I mm-hmm. I, I feel like... um. Like I said, it's a whole other realm of something that...
1: Yeah.
4: Even though it's been out since 2014, a lot of us still don't understand it. That's a fact. To me, from from what I grasp from it, it's pretty much like you said, you're getting an original piece of work with a a signature on it that cannot be reproduced. So you know that you own the original of it. And I thought about that in ways like, well, how does that pay for the hip-hop community? Yes. Meaning now, the artist... Can sell straight to you or let's say straight to the straight to the consumer and yes. be like you know what this is a one of one this is not something that you're going to see everywhere anywhere and you own it and therefore if you own it if somebody reproduces it that would be my only question with an entity can do you get paid can you cease and desist <laughs> can you send out I see- was
5: going to ask you that. that's what I'm saying yeah, I was going to ask you that because when you mentioned as far as the um, highlights Whenever that highlight is seen, does the person get paid for that? That that that's, could be possibly yeah, it, too. Be So you
1: own the highlight. So now how does the athlete get paid? Hmm. He don't own He, he, don't got, own he gets though. his
4: contract. Or everything else is sanctioned by the NBA.
1: But it's his likeness in it. Yeah, that's it's what a, I'm saying. It's his
4: likeness in it, but what does it say? It says any, any, uh anything used here is given uh, permission yeah. by the NBA, yeah. right? So that's how he gets paid. You're
6: putting you put music as far as like with athletes, I think it's different, you know, because they own the platform, the NBA. I think the NBA owns everything as far as but if, but
4: if I sell you a piece of artwork and I'm telling you this is a one on one and you own it, it's yours. So if somebody else reproduces it and they use it, at that point, you mean to tell them you can't send a cease and desist? Like, no, yo, but you he can't do it. talking
6: that. about the sales, Man. though. As far as the athletes getting paid off of it. Oh,
4: I'm talking about the artwork. Okay. Just the yeah. artwork in general. I mean to me the the players will never get paid because they sign a contract to play for the NBA. Yeah. So the NBA is paying you for your likeness anyway. That's like when you like like the, the biggest problem we had with likenesses was Everybody remember uh, uh, Ed O'Bannon and Charles O'Bannon when they found out that they was in a video game, they was using their likeness Uh for the NCAA game, and -hmm. they wasn't getting paid. They took that to court, and they ended up winning that. And and we've seen it from time to time. We've seen Michael Jordan in the game, but it didn't say Jordan on the back. It was 23 and a guy with a bald head. They was using the likeness, but they was getting away with it because they didn't have the name. And I feel like that's what's going on here right now. We actually have a situation Ooh. going on with Jay-Z and Dame Dash where Jay-Z is suing Dame Dash because Dame Dash is what? trying to... Yeah. Dame Dash is trying to create... Let's get into that a little Let's bit. Let's go. So Jay-Z sues Dame Dash to stop the NFC NFT sale of the debut album, Reasonable Doubt.
7: Wow.
4: Well. So- Oh, go ahead, go ahead. This this is exactly, you know, where we going with it, kinda. Like, can he do that? I mean, it is his artwork, right? Did he did he not get the uh masters from uh from Def Jam? That wasn't really one of the contracts that he had if he was to take it over?
5: They own they own um each of them own a third. Each um, of them own what? a third? So yeah, I thought Jay
1: Z owned the Masters to reasonable doubt. Well,
5: Each of them own a third James owns a third Biggs owns a third And Jay owns the other So then he
4: can't just Turn around and sell As an NFT Because he got Ah. other people That gotta get Let's get into it a little bit Let's go Jay-Z is suing Damon Dash (laughs) Alleging alleging his former Rockefeller Records Co-founder is trying to Steal and sell the copyright To Jay-Z's debut album Reasonable Doubt attorneys for jay alleged that dash was trying to sell the album as an nft a non-fungible digital token which is currently a big deal in the art market without permission the 1996 record launched jay's career and went on to sell over a million copies in a new paperwork filed late friday in new york southern district court lawyers for jay state dash has planned to sell at a super farm foundation online auction on june 23rd the copyright to jay-z's Album Reasonable Doubt, recognized as one of the greatest recordings in history. Slow down on that. That little greatest recording in history. We ain't going there. But that auction was canceled, and Dame Dash is frantically scouting for another venue to make the sale. The sale of this irreplaceable asset must be stopped before it's too late, and Dash must be held accountable for his death. Wow.
1: Greasy, God, I'm telling you. The paperwork
4: explains that Jay and Rockefeller co founders Dash and Kareem Burke each own one third of the shit in a record label and in his 1996 album Reasonable Doubt it alleges that Dash saw an opportunity in the fast emerging NFT market and sought to cash in (laughs) by actioning the copyright to Reasonable Doubt as an NFT Jay believes Dash has already minted the album as an NFT and intends to sell it as soon as possible damn this is what I'm talking about yeah that's to me that's 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 listen Everybody say they're a billionaire. You know, I'm a businessman I'm a billionaire. I feel like this is Dame trying to come up on a quick buck thinking that nobody was really paying this thing any attention. Do you blame him though? I don't blame him, but at the same time, it's like this is shark business, man. I'm telling it's business. He's like, it's Yo, business. Man, don't look get me Jay, wrong. Man.
1: Jay left him out in the dry, man. Left him out in the cold, kid. How did Jay Z? Jay Z said when they left, he said, he said, Yo, Dame got money. He said,
4: Don't feel for beans. Beans got money. He was right he Dudes made that. money Now he can
5: say that But is nah, He, he can't pocket watch that dude You don't know what that dude do Shout out money. to watch. Pa- but,
4: but, but you know what though For him to for him to be able to try to sell the whole thing Knowing that he doesn't own it
5: He didn't try to sell the whole thing He, he was he part to, of it He, he tried to sell it. his part
4: bro. No he didn't That's uh,
5: see, what they they I read go, earlier They, they said they he tried to make, sell his one third of it
4: so No How can he 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 tried to sell his one third of equity interest but he does not that's own it. That's what them. I just said. So if he, if he doesn't, but he doesn't own that. He doesn't own the copyright of the album. So you can't sell something you don't own.
1: Well, listen. This dude's on Fifth Avenue every day, B, that's selling stuff that they don't <laughs> own. <You heard>? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and there's a few honeys walking around with some. It's bond-dula. now <laughs> well,
4: I mean, to me. that to, is crazy. To though. me, this is probably another side of, of NFTs that we're not even thinking about. NFTs being unlawfully sold without people knowing. This
1: is what I'm saying. That's you why know? I don't understand how they can take. I can rec, I could be recording this game right now, and it'd be a highlight. I recorded it. Don't nobody else need to know I have it?
3: Yeah, you need the express written consent uh, <laughs> by the <laughs> NBA. There you go. Technicalities.
1: And it's always the technicality. But yo, you got people in that don't care. I just want to rewind it and watch this game anytime I want to. I don't need to buy that highlight. I don't get. I don't get. But they people, found a way to make but some people money.
6: people use it. Now, nowadays, for like the highlights on YouTube, people use that as part of their content. So, you know, you're supposed to get paid for that. Well, yeah, that's that's a different story.
1: Good old-fashioned baseball and basketball cards will always be trumped, <laughs> like gold and silver. I don't care <laughs> what's going on anywhere else. As long as you got something that's tangible and people can touch and be like, yeah, you know what? But
4: what about a situation like
1: this? Exactly. I mean, where somebody's actually literally
4: taking something that they do not have full or sole ownership of, and they trying to sell
1: it. Hold on. Like. Well, hold on. We do that all day. What do you mean? Producing music. Okay. We hear a sample of something. We take it. We flip it and bounce it and turn mm-hmm. it into something else. Well, and we drop, make money. You just dropping the game. I mean, but, hey, man. Listen. But you
4: know what, though? We we got to pay for it if we make money.
5: Not if that, you cut it up nice person, enough. That if person here, that sample is Pharrell Williams.
4: Yes. Was sued by Marvin Gaye's family.
1: Oh, because he just outright took the song. No,
4: he didn't take the song. He took the part where he's like, "with with where he's screaming like, whoa, and they sued him and they won. Nah, man. I thought it was more than that. No, no, no. It was the whole thing. No, 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 It was the whole song. like that song. If y'all listen to the song that he took it from and then you listen to the song, you 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 can hear the part that he sampled that, that Was it blurred lines? No, it was the drum pattern and him going, wow, that's it. And they sued and they won. They won
1: If the drum pattern Is the same Then Yeah But
5: remember, we all know that I we... remember when they Played it on the radio And then they played The Marvin Gaye song And they yeah. played that song And they sounded
1: He still added to it True.
4: He still added to it well, And they they, and well, they, they, got, they, won Well they said that's, Hey
7: mm-hmm.
5: That's ours <laughs> we But gotta you know stop what that.
4: That, That's why now When you look at a lot Of hip hop albums And a lot, a lot of hip hop songs That come out They have The artists that they sampled Featuring in the title,
7: yeah, they, they, <laughs> they do smart. that now. Yeah, they got featuring
4: James Brown, Fe- because they gotta pay. Yeah. So you gotta pay regardless. So when I see somebody like like a dame, like you know, I only own one third of it, but I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna sell a copyright to it. You can't do that.
1: He own a third. He owned a third. Like so I
4: said he's just trying to sell his. But third. there's but then he's gonna have to sell his third to, to the other two
5: guys. He could do that. But Jay but don't he have chose to sue him Jay just put a cease and
1: desist well, If that was the case Well we know what that's about Listen A lot of times you Trying to
5: destroy him even
4: worse yeah. A lot of times The suing is the cease and desist and, and like you said Like they said earlier One of the reasons You want to do it Is because he feel like Dame Dash is going to do it anyway because he stopped the auction at this place. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Dame, going to go over here and try to Oh, uh-huh,
5: You're just going to do it without me? <laughs> <laughs> you know
7: what I'm saying?
4: I, I, I look at that as, I look at that I as when, when you look at the yeah, NFT yeah. game, this is what you're going to have to worry about. People taking them counterfeits and trying to NFT him oh and make boy, them illegitimate.
1: Tell me it's the rock. It's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is uh, Somebody's gonna find a way to bootleg something, man <laughs> At the end of the day, man It's a Another black market for everything For real, man But we're in the fourth quarter of our show, man We got about 13 left, thirteen minutes left in the show, man So we're gonna get to our Swishing the Dishes segment And Nick, you about to hit some good music, man We gonna need your opinion on this, man So the purpose of Swishing the Dishes is that We play a song, and then we go around the table You swishing it if you like it You dishing it if it's trash Ready for that? Let's do it. Jay, cut the music. So the first joint on our list is by a guy from Queens by the name of Cello. And it's called Back on My Ish. Check it out. has got me back on my shit.
0: Yo, cello has got me back on my shit. Uh. Hit the jeweler, dirty rags on my wrist. Uh. Get you clad for the click. Uh. They showin' off if I snap you. Yellow nigga, uh. most these niggas frauds, they ain't rap, wanna be rich. I was fucking up to re up, tryin' trap for a fit. Ain't shit changed but my stash and my kit. Now them vs one shine like the flash on a pick This shit forever like my handle. They get pinched, and sign and script like it's Campbell's, then sing like the sample. Fuck being in the bing in can't fool I'm trying to fly the team out to Cancun I ain't never get a thing that I can't move I'm Mike Jack and Billy Jean with the dance moves. I'm stepping on the squares. Uh, the dollars got me fresher than a yeah. pen, like fine wine. I got better through the years. On the road to the riches, mash the pedal through the gears. These niggas know it's ours, but they front like the stairs. When it come to bars, put us in them top tears. I tried to put some niggas on, but them niggas got You know what they say about the heat in the kitchen? I stuck around when it was scorching and stayed to do the dishes. I'm different, hit the road to run them in and city and got missing. How the fuck is all this money to make it? you not get it? Now these bitches flocking like birds Cause I got chicken, I ride different Play any position like Scott Pippen And I'm gonna slide through the spot if they not chipping Trying to trap through a town burnt down is a hot mission More or less, I done dealt with less and got more Remixed Ipsa had to spin when they was pressing for falls Quarter a million worth of items I done left in the stores Burning rubber, trying to figure what city next on the tour <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoa, wait I don't know, man. Pop, what you doing with that? You swishing that Yo. or you
4: dishing that? I'm swishing that like like uh, number four <laughs>
1: here. <laughs> like number, like
4: Terrace man over here, 14 on the Clippers. That mm-hmm. was a swish. I'm swishing that. I like that joint. All right. Nick, you swishing the dishing that. That's tough. Let's go, Nick. Let's he, go. He,
3: here's going to be my standard moving forward with this. Let's go. How Let's often go. Do, does someone give you a song that you got to listen to? And you think, oh, that's solid. I'll listen to it. And yeah. you don't listen to it again. Ooh, right? Yeah. That's like, to me, maybe 80% of the time people give me music, it's like, yeah. solid. And then you don't listen to it. Maybe once or twice <laughs> it comes up. So for me <laughs> to swish it, it's got to be let's unbelievably go. good. So for now, I'm dishing it.
1: Let's go, Nick. That's so was solid. You nah,
3: what you doing,
0: Zah?
1: Let's go.
3: Let's get it. I'm going to swish. <laughs>
6: <laughs> J-O-J, I'm going you? with Nick on that one. I wasn't feeling that one.
1: Let's
0: go, I played.
6: I played on Future Phenoms, ah. but I'm gonna dish that too.
1: <laughs> shout out to J.O.J. He said he'll play it on Future Phenoms,
6: but listen, man, I'm
1: dishing that for now. Word up. Next on the list, man. It's called Bad Fellas by the Truth, man. Shout out to Staten Island, man. On this one, check it out.
6: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Fuck
2: out of here. Yeah. Bad fellas. Frank, be the truth. Everybody's a gangster till a gangster walks in. I don't give a fuck who he's what. Don't give a fuck who who you know. Lucky. Don't give a fuck about Mario. your stories, none yeah. of that bullshit. Hey, yo, my pop taught me strike first, Frankie, we talk later. Never been afraid of big mouth who toss paper. Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, I need guidance now. Hoping I'm never forced to decide I have to fire rounds. Life-changing decision, rockin' a hard place. Fake gangsters, they've been watching too much Scarface. Me, I write lines, you can sniff out a car taste. Raw gasoline, and this life is a horse race. Ready, set, go, full throttle, the gun blast. Time to pull cards, he's either real or he runs fast. <laughs> Fake gangsters washed up like my son's bath. Keep living in the past. Think it's stuffed in the trunk smash. One task lately, that's exposing it all. Tired of your stories, you bore me, I'm over it all. So call your uncle, your cousin, you ain't got soldiers at all. Frank be the truth, bad fellas swaps over the wall, gay guys.
4: with that? The bars is there? Yeah. The bars is there. Uh-huh. It's definitely something I will listen to uh-huh. again, as Nick
7: said.
3: <laughs> so I'm switching that. Nick, what you doing with that? It's tough because I, I ditched the first one. Yeah. So I, I want to switch this one. But I, I like I, the first one better. That was, so I got this one, Nick. too. Wow!
1: Dishing this one?
3: Yeah. Okay. Zal, what you doing? Yeah, I'm going to ditch this
1: one. Dishing that, too? J.O.J., you I'm going to switch this, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That got me hype right there. That's work workout oh, yeah? music, you know? <laughs> Shout out to J.O.J. You did like the truth when he did come here, man. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to definitely. the truth, man. Staten Island in the building, man. Definitely came through. Me, I'm going to dish that. I'm not going to lie. Just, you know, like Pop said, the beat didn't really move me. You know what I mean? The bars is okay, but, yeah, it's not a good combination for me. So, I'm going to dish that. And the first one, I'm going to dish it as well. You know what I mean? I like cello, but, yeah, that wasn't his best work i ain't the last one on the list it's called commitment by lloyd banks check it out
5: Game is super lame. Who signs up just to suffer? My name's my name. Your love's cocaine. You sniff it. Turn a sucker. Girl, your sex is everything. No mean a thing if you don't trust a lift or drop a a heart somewhere along the way. I must have had a karma visit. Life's a blizzard. And it's gonna get colder. Roll the fucking ace consecutively. Just wanting to hold you. Told you I would make a change. for like the only one that did your signals out of range. I'm losing you slowly. This shit's a bit hard to be focused with the wrong interference. No way to live. Can't trust a motherfucking soul out here. Ravage just play the crib. I'm having memories of trauma. It's hard to remain a kid. You can cut the tension up with a razor blade, and I slid down the alcohol river trying to drink till I sleep it off. I'm imagining new success. His sweet is your weak remorse. Me to promise to shake it all. I will never repeat the loss, cause ain't no room for crude distractions. Have you drifting off the course? It's time we have a talk about commitment. I thought with that, everything could be different. I'm trying to lead you in direction Thought if I give you some space Things would get better But they didn't The line between reality You gotta know the difference Important that you separate What is from what isn't There'll never be progress If it ain't no room to listen One minute is calm Next
1: minute you're tripping uh. No, no, no Okay, Bob, you said no, 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 no No, no, no no, no. <laughs> <what> I mean <laughs> I talk about the serious song <laughs> <like that. laughs>
4: I will right, say what you doing with that? Uh I'm gonna keep it a buck on this one, like yeah. on that Banks joint. This the one I kind of like skip past. So yeah, I'm handing that one off, man. I'm dishing that, dishing
3: that. Nick, mm-hmm. what you doing? With that? I like the start. It looked, uh-huh. it sounded promising. Uh-huh. I'm gonna dish it. Dish it, it, it the more it kept going on, I was like, I don't this know what about I'm this I'm one. About. <laughs> Nick is tough. <laughs> He's Nick is tough. tough. <laughs> <I gotta laughs> save the standard. That's right. Save the standard, Nick.
1: So you doing. Triz. <laughs>
6: <laughs> JLJ. What are you doing? I'm gonna dish that. Dish that. Yeah, Tricks. Yeah, <laughs> he's been getting a lot of bad reviews on his album too. He has, man. And you
1: know, I'm gonna dish it too. And and I'm gonna be I'm not be honest. You could tell the difference between an independent product project from Banks, right. and a project that has like some industry backing behind it. Like you could tell, like the whole album sounds like the same. It's dreary music. There's no. No in-between joints. It's like 50 it's wouldn't just, have let that happen, right? 50 yeah, would have got on the hook. <laughs> see, now now he's making 50 look right. Like, look, you see? tread yeah. yeah, Didn't want to do nothing. You know what I mean? Didn't want to listen. <laughs> he do not even have a video. To, oh, he for any. To he has no video for anything on this wow. project. That's, yeah. So that just shows you a person's work ethic. You know what I mean? Like, if he was really serious about this project, look at Ali Vegas. Like, yeah. And I was just talking to somebody about this earlier. Like, you want to put your best foot forward especially if you're coming back from you know, a place where people haven't seen you in a while and right. stuff like that. Banks didn't put his best foot forward with this project at all. Like It's just solely like Instagram, social media promotion. And he didn't put... Like I said, there's no visuals for it. Like how you don't have a visual for like... It, he got songs with a bunch of different artists on there. And he mm-hmm. mean to tell me that you couldn't get a couple dollars together to put together a video? He actually,
4: he he did have a video, but it was on social media, though. He did promote it on YouTube and stuff like that. He did have a
1: video, though. No, no, but you don't see it that much. And, and, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not out there like that. People don't even know. So I'm going to dish it. Overall, the whole album gives me that type of feel. Like, I don't know. It wasn't his best project, but... Treads. <laughs> Pop, take us out of here with the good word, man.
4: All right, y'all. Uh, good word for the week. First off, shout out. All the fathers on Father's Day. And shout out to those that take care of kids like they, they fathers. You know what I mean? Uh, Good word for the week is going to be good fathers do three things. They provide, they nurture, and they guide. Now, providing can mean financially, emotionally, physically, whatever that needs to be. Nurture. We are on the side of that nurture, even though a lot of times we think the moms is for that. But no, we're supposed to nurture as well. And we guide because once they leave us, we hoping that we guiding them still in the right path, even as they get older. So with that being said, don't forget, to be a good father, you got to have three things. You got to provide, you got to give nurture, and you got to be a guide. It's a good word for the week, you know what I'm saying? It's the building one. Here.
1: Shout out to Pop for that good word, man. For real, man. Shout out to everybody that pulled up today, man. Again, happy Father's Day to everybody, man. Happy Father's Day. Shout out day, to my so. brother G. Shout out to my brother J in the building, man. And shout out to the team, man. DJ J.O.J. stills the great. Pop the bed at once. get it. Hold on, hold on. Nick,
6: huh? Shout out to Nick, man. Oh, no, it's no, first... we was getting a Nick. Okay, we got to okay.
1: find out a name for Nick, man. Okay. Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick the Quick. Like, what, what is it, Nick? Just Nick. Nick. Hold I, up. I can't pick it. <laughs> can pick it. <laughs> Nick with the neck. Nick with the neck. There we go. Nick with the neck. <laughs> Zaf Yeah. We are Bars and Hoops Radio, and we sign off. Don't forget, man, every week, Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Bars and Hoops Radio. Check us out. On that note, we all saying
9: peace. Peace.
1: Peace.